Hello and welcome to the Connect the Dots podcast. My name is Heather and I'm your host. Connect the Dots is a podcast that takes the time to explore deep thought-provoking questions that I have. We learn more about neurodiversity. I bring interviews from a variety of individuals on a variety of subjects and we learn how to navigate the workplace. Through all of this, we're connecting the dots and bringing a beautiful journey together. As you can tell, I am slightly under the weather today, so my apologies for not being on video for the intro, but today on the podcast, I am sharing an interview that I did with Martha Arrington. She is an amazingly talented artist. She's a certified Zentangle teacher, and she's an educator. I have been following her on Instagram for a while, and uh, we started having some conversations via DMs. And so I was really excited to um, ask her to come on the podcast and talk with me about all the creative things that she does and a little bit about kind of managing that social media uh, piece as far as, you know, being a creative. Um, So really, really, really great conversation. I hope that you get as much out of it uh, in terms of knowledge and laughter as I did. Uh, And so at this point, let me just, uh, let's just get into the interview. Hello, Martha. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much. I'm so excited to be here and to talk with you finally. We've just communicated via Instagram Messenger. So that's right. I I love that, you know, it's it's kind of like um, meeting, like, you know, you get virtual friends and it's like, oh, now I get to like meet you in person, like in person, (laughs) virtually. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm very excited to have you on the podcast because your art inspires me like I am fascinated by Zentangles like I I try (laughs) to do this I can barely draw a straight line but I'm fascinated and love to watch your videos of those and I love to watch your paint painting videos and all of this but I I can fangirl all day long Um, for those (laughs) that uh, don't know who you are will you tell us a little bit about your your background kind of what you do and kind kind of where you where you are right now in in your creative journey? Well, um, I guess I've always been a creator. I mean, since I was a little girl, I've been making stuff. Um, But growing up, I never pursued it. Like, I don't think it was an option. I, I, I never took art classes like there's so many art classes available to children now that was not not an option for me so I got you know I got art in elementary school but I was always creating outside of school I I grew up visiting one of my grandparents pretty frequently and my grandfather had built homes uh, that was his his occupation and so there was the work barn on the property and I would spend so many hours in that work barn creating things building things and so I think it's just just a part of me you know like I I don't think I I went to an art class and said okay I'm going to be an artist I I've just been a creator my entire life um but I never thought it was a viable way of making a living and I don't think I don't want to say I wasn't allowed to choose it as a career path, but that was the 80s and the 90s. And my parents were like, you know, you you can't do that. With that being said, in college, my mom did say to me, why don't you take an art class? You really liked that in high school. 
And I did. And then that led me to studying abroad in Italy. And then I said, oh my gosh, I want to teach children about art. And I became an art education major. And just teaching art, I mean, you're, you're teaching creativity. So why not be creative yourself? Um, but it was always just kind of a, a hobby to be an artist. I thought of myself as a teacher, not an artist. Um, people would say, oh, what kind of art do you make? You're an art teacher. What kind of art do you make? I don't have time to make art. Like that's not possible when you're a teacher. Like you're exhausted at the end of the day. Uh, so it was just a hobby. I would take calligraphy classes. I would take ceramics classes. I would take Zentangle classes and I loved it, but it wasn't until I left teaching that I was able to pursue art um, the way that I am now. Like I, I could devote so much more time to being an artist. I had the mental capacity to to get to where to where I needed to be as an artist to produce work. Um, so I left teaching for six years and I've just returned. I don't think I would be where I where I am now without that six years six years away. And even though I'm really exhausted now um, as a teacher. Teaching now is very hard because of the pandemic. The kids, socially, emotionally, it's on another level I've never seen ever. Um, I think because I spent so many years becoming an artist in my time away that it now it's just a part of me. It's a part of my daily, you know, my day to day. It's it's just what I do, you know. And I always say I was created to create. So um, I guess like. Five-ish years ago, I started to make some big changes in my life. And that's when the art really started to happen. I did the 100-day project. I would say that was probably a big turning point for me. You, I know, just did a 100-day podcast project, correct? Yes. Um, that is... That was critical in me learning how to do something every single day and making a commitment to my art every single day. And that, I highly recommend that to anybody, whether you're creative or not, but do something every day for a hundred days and it, it changes you. It changes the way your, your mind works as well. So I did the hundred day project and then in 2020, I took an art marketing class because I thought, I want to monetize my art. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Uh, I think there's a lot of, there are a lot of people um, who think, oh, well, I just make art for myself, which is fine. And there are other people that say, well, I don't make art to sell it. And I'm like, well, I do. I want to, I want to share my work with people. I want my work to be on their walls and not something they buy at Target. You know, like, mm -hmm. uh, I, there are so many creative people out there that have so much to share. And I wanna be one of those people that shares it. Um, and so I took a marketing class for art 
And that really taught me a lot. The artist, Emily Jeffords, she's a landscape artist. This is a, a woman who makes six figures a year. She supports her family of five. And I was like, yeah, yeah. Like you, you can make a living as an artist now. And I, I think that's, that's absolutely wonderful. Um, and I think I'm glad that conversation is starting to change of like, it is a viable way of, of making a living. So um, I, uh, shortly after that, I released my first collection. So that was 2020. And then in 2021, I had my first art festival in Chattanooga. And just last weekend, I presented a new collection of work here in Augusta at what is called the Augusta Handmade Fair. And it was wonderful. So that's a really long answer to your question. I hope I covered everything. Um, but also just very simply, I'm a painter. Um, I am a certified Zentangle teacher and I'm a K through five art teacher. So that's, that's what I do. And recently I've started to put my Zentangle drawings onto ceramics. And that is something that has just come about in the past month or two so very exciting and and they are gorgeous thank you I they have are... a lot of positive responses to the to that um i, I know because when you're you're making all the things for the fair and you were putting them up on instagram and um and i was just like I mean, I want her to sell all of them, but I also want her to have some that she can she can sell on the website if I could buy one. Uh-huh. Yeah. And I, I it's been great. And I've had people reach out to me locally that weren't able to go to the fair. And so I'm like, yeah, let's meet up. I can sell you this piece still. And um it's it's it was really cool to have exciting is a better word, to have people so interested in something because while people really like my paintings they didn't seem to sell the way the ceramic work has so it's something that I'm, I'm going to be contemplating this summer as I start to think about my next year's plan um uh, I, 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 I know I'm stumbling for words here but uh, it's exciting to have people have a positive response. And I've tried to ask some people why they like the ceramics more than the paintings. And I've gotten a few different answers. One thing is, I think people like functional art. Non-art people like something they can use, right? Yes, yeah. So, you know, if you're not an art person, it, it's gonna be more appealing to you. So, you know, with, with the, with the thought of like functional art, right. And, and before we, we hit the record button, I was taking you through my gallery wall, uh, <laughs> which mm -hmm. has one of your pieces on it. So, yeah. um, you know, for me, like I art for me, right. is because I do get to present it on camera because of how I work with people. And so people get to see the art, but when I leave this room, right, like the, the art, uh, in my house, <laughs> It's not like yeah. this, this is where the art lives right. um, other than like photographs and, and that kind of art. Um, and so like outside this room, I would, for me, right. Functional art is what like in, in my life would like works well. 
Um, like I love coffee mugs and I will buy interesting coffee mugs. And my husband thankfully has come to understand that I use all (laughs) of my said coffee mugs. Um, and so he, you know, he sometimes contributes to the problem and buys me coffee mugs. Um, Well, you know, I'm, that's something I'll be working on this summer. So you might have a new coffee mug this fall. (laughs) You know, with the, I've only, when we moved to this house, this is the first house I've lived in that had ceramic tile in the kitchen. Why on earth people put ceramic tile in the kitchen? Yeah. Ceramic tile and hardwood. Those are two things that don't belong in the kitchen, in my opinion. Right. Right. Discussion for another day. Uh, However... Things that fall on ceramic tile that are breakable don't survive. Right. <laughs> I have broken, luckily, only, I think, two. Only one coffee mug I have broken. Um, and, and so, like, I have to be very careful uh, with my coffee mugs because they do mean a lot to me. All of them have sentimental value to me, um, and which is why I have such a collection. Like, they all mean something to me. And so, like, that yeah. functional art um, piece. Like, I've got this. Um like so this is uh my oh lovely you know holder of pens um and i've had this i got this from my um like ninth grade boyfriend um for like a present it was like it's a candle or something yeah but i love it it makes me so happy and so i've just kept it for all these years because it's a great pen holder and it's pretty and it's nice to look at functional love that exactly (laughs) exactly some of those oh now i've just completely like ruined this entire box of things like this is what i do right i put things in a box like together so if i ever move anything at all the whole thing comes crumbling down (laughs) um but totally lost my train of thought there okay yeah (laughs) that happens that happens that happens all the time to me now uh i have to rely on younger people around me to keep me on track <laughs> so i've turned um, into my mother <laughs> yeah oh i don't goodness. know how i keep on track sometimes i'm like I, I write a lot of things down i write a lot of notes i write a lot of sticky yes. notes yes but then i can't read them because i can't read my handwriting <laughs> so it's just sometimes it's a fruitless effort but it's okay i try the effort i use my phone a lot to just dictate voice notes or whatever um because yeah if if i have a thought in my brain it will not be there tomorrow so i have to capture it immediately i love the phone for that i should really do a better job as as techie as i am right like literally we're sitting right here phone ipad computer work computer old work computer that I need to send back. Um, <laughs> I still got stuff to get off of it. I haven't yet. Yeah. Uh, but like, like I have three computers, an iPad and a phone on this desk right now. Mm-hmm. And still I have trouble going blah, 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 blah. Yeah. <laughs> Remember this for me. My husband last night, We great example of technology and how I don't use it well my husband was like hey remind me when we get home from from dinner and stuff to put my clothes in the dryer yes dear we'll we'll do hold on hey remind me when we get home to put the clothes in the dryer cool right but I'm at home so she doesn't understand 
that the reminder's not for home now. Uh, and so then uh-huh. I have to go in, like, figure, yep. So, like, I just need, as, as techy as I am, I have yet to find how technology could really assist. Assist you, yeah. Uh-huh. I'm trying to get better at that. You know, I'm like, why don't I use Siri more than I do? You know, I could have reminders for anything. There should be no reason I forget about anything at all. Absolutely. Shouldn't be. Anyway. Yep. <laughs> I'm glad I'm not the only one. <laughs> no, you're not. I really need to be better about this stuff. <laughs> um, okay, so I, I see over a couple of questions and we kind of talked through one of them. Um, as far as, you know, when did you start art, what that journey has been like, but, and, and I feel like we, we kind of had some of these conversations over messenger, uh, in, in Instagram, but, um, have you ever felt burnt out, um, with like, like being creative, right? Like just getting to that point of like, I can't create anymore. I don't know what else I can create. Like, and how, how do you overcome that? If you, if you ever hit that kind of wall? I don't think I've hit a burnout in a sense of ideas and wanting to share share my art. I haven't hit that yet. My burnout is usually because I am almost manic in the way my um, routine is not the word I'm looking for, but my process. I'm almost manic right now. And my, my goal this summer is to figure out how to be more even keeled. So for like the past month, I have just been go, 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 getting ready for this fair that I did last weekend. I mean, every afternoon after school, I came home and made art. Every weekend I made art. And what have I done this week? Absolutely no art. I, I just, I was, it was too much. Um, and it, it messes up my sleep. It gives me anxiety. It, even though I love what I do and I'm making this work and I'm so excited about it. Like I'm not upset in that month of making, but it's after it's over. It's like, it's so exhausting. So that's my burnout that I have. Um, I, I think I think there could be a time when I say, I don't know what I want to do next, but I don't think I'm, I'm there yet, which I'm very excited about. I'm very happy. I'm not, yes. I'm not there yet, but, but my burnout tends to be because of my process. So my goal is um, when I did the, the art festival last year in Chattanooga, it was a, you know, These are people that make a living as artists traveling to art shows around the country. And I just had a zillion questions for for people. And so I I talked to this gentleman across the the way from me and he creates uh, screen printed retro 50s, 60s imagery that he then, it's it's screen printed onto fabric and then he creates handbags and purses and things like that. Uh, I think Scotty Jones fiber art maybe, I'll have, to, I'll have to check on that. But anyway, I said, how do you do this? How do you not get burned out? Like, and you don't, like there's crunch time that happens. 
And he said, I keep an inventory. So when we get home next week from this show, I will look at it and say, okay, I sold five handbags. I have to make five handbags. Okay, I sold 10 change purses. Okay, I'm gonna make 10 change purses. So that I always have a certain, this inventory that I'm taking to each show or festival. I wanna get there and I wanna get there so that I can make you know, five pieces of art on the weekend. And that's all I have to make. I don't have to make 25 and just devote um, so much time and energy to where I, I dismiss my health. I dismiss my sleep. I don't eat right because I'm just in this maker mode and stress. I think a little of that is fine, but, uh, uh, but I really liked his, his way of handling that. So that's, that's another goal of mine to get more even keeled. So I don't burn out and I'm on a consistent basis of making art so that I don't have to have that crunch time. That makes, and that makes a lot of sense to, to have that goal to get that. Cause really, I mean, with anything creative, like with the podcast, if I don't plan ahead, if I don't get like schedule out things and and do interviews ahead of time that I'm scrambling at the last moment. Like, you know, like, Oh, I got to get it done. I got, you know, it goes up tomorrow. Like it it gets, you know, my anxiety up, it gets my stress level up in trying to like put out everything. Whereas if I would just, and I'm working, like I'm working on the same thing now, right? I've got Canva. So I'll, I'll go in and I've made templates for my YouTube stuff, for my, all, you know, my interview, you know, podcast art, my neurodiversity podcast art, like every week has a specific, you know, image that I can just simply go copy, use, mm-hmm. and just change the word. Like getting in that kind of process and flow, that way it's not night before crunch time, you know, yes. sitting here making, you know, trying to speak words into this microphone and then not make sense. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I've done that recently with Instagram reels, like uh, about a month ago when it was spring break, I had, you know, a week off and I, one afternoon I made like, I don't know, 15 reels or something. I just did Zentangles all afternoon and I just recorded them. And so while I have been processing and creating this work for this handmade fair with all my ceramic stuff. I didn't have time really to do my Zentangle work the same way, but I was like, oh, awesome. I already have it saved in my draft folder and I get to post this today. And it was just so, it just took this weight off of my shoulders of feeling like I had to create more content because it was already, it was already there. You know, I get better. (laughs) Batch, batch, batch your work. That is like some of the best advice that I've ever gotten. Like that's your work. Like you were saying though, like you have templates for all your, on Canva for, for whatever you need. And you can just go to them and you can just change a color if you need to. And you know, it's one less thing in your brain that you have to, to devote creative energy to. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Right now at work, like this week in particular, I, had to put together uh, our video for all hands and so I'm taking like videos from like six different people and like putting it together and final cut like doing all of this work which 
for me, I love to do. I, I love to, to, that's part of my creativity is putting, is making videos. But at the same time, like, I was so, like, so exhausted from it. And I'm like, okay, and then I gotta recover, right? I can't. Yeah. <laughs> like, I gotta back up and say, oh, okay. I, I always equate, um, like, work-life uh, harmony. It's not balance. It's a, it's a harmony. Um, and so, like, this week I keep reminding myself I'm in a season of high tide. Of just a lot of work is happening. And I know yes. that that it's, it's about to recede, right? Like, so... I, I had a practicum I did last week where I was in class four days, six hours, plus my normal job. And then next week um, I get a little break. I'm going to Disney on my birthday and then I'm going to Austin for work for a couple of days. And then I come back and it's like, it, and when I come back from Austin, like, okay, low tide, like it, it's going to, it's going to recede. It's to recede back. And I'm, I'm going to be able to have that harmony uh, kind of back again. Um, because I, I know how how this works at work, and you know it's again high tide, and then it recedes, and it's low tide, and, and we can kind of have that harmony back and forth. I like I like that description because I'm in a similar place. It's the end of the school year. My school is actually closing, and they're going to tear it down for two years and rebuild it. So not only are we having to just pack up end of the year. But we also have to literally get everything we want out of the building. Oh my and gosh. so, yeah, it's insane. And then if you want stuff transferred to your new school, you have to go through this whole rigmarole and all this stuff. And uh, the kids are just chaotic because yesterday was Friday the 13th. And if you don't believe in stuff like that, it's because you've never been a teacher. Uh, Friday the 13th. <laughs> Mercury is in retrograde, and I think there's about to be a full moon next week. So it's just, it, there's something to be said for that. Anyway, it's chaotic right now. And when people ask me to do stuff, I'm like, I'm not doing anything until Memorial Day. It's, there's too, it's too much going on in my life. And it's high tide, like you said. And then when it, when, when, when school is out, it's gonna be completely different. You know, like I'll have some time to breathe, and and I don't, I don't think it's that that's a bad thing. You know, like I, I think it's just a part of life, right? Yeah. No, you, you can't have a a, a a straight balance. It's because it's not equal. You're you don't need to spend equal times at work and life. You're spending way too much time at work if you're doing that. So it's got to be a harmony. I saw somebody mm-hmm. else call it a blend, um, but but harmony that's a happy word for me. So I'll take I like that one. Yeah. Um, so you've got to find the, the harmony in it, and you've um, and it's something too with the people around you making sure that they understand like this is how this is how this flows um you know in in my world this is how my harmony works right we're going to be really busy with this kind of stuff and it's going to pull back and um and that you know that whole thing yeah um so i have a question um i want to talk a little bit more about the social media stuff but i want to talk a little bit about the art behind you um, cause okay. I'm interested in, in, the, in the process of like, so I know the one that's over your left shoulder, the, yes, that one. So that's, I think when I first started following you, that was 
the collection that you had out or you were working on and then you transition to the one that's like right behind uh yeah all of these yeah all of those was like the next collection and then um so how do you do how do you do that right how do you like what what's that process of going okay oh this is what I want to do now and now I'm going to focus on this thing like how does that process work so I, I think <laughs> does that make yeah. sense? Like, like <laughs> I, I ask myself that because it's such a different body of work, yeah. and even my new paintings, which I think took a backseat to my ceramic work, and I've got to figure out. I, I've mentioned that earlier, but anyway, um, I don't, I don't want to just dismiss it and. and and say, oh, it's just because my ADHD brain is, this is bouncing all over the walls. I have, you know, all these different ideas. I don't think it's just that. Um, So the first collection I did, uh, I called it Circles and Springs. And you can see there's this kind of like spring element. Um, I think I have, there's there's some more up there. So that's two more of the springs. And then that one up there is one of the circles. And a lot of that was a kind of the birth of Martha as an artist. And, you know, so not only like a spring springing, but springtime, like that is the birth of, of so many things. And so that is where that collection came from. That was me kind of putting literal paint on paper but also putting myself out there so that's where that collection came from and then a lot of this work you can't see it from here but it has this very fine you know the the dotting that I do the repetition that I do it's there it's there one of my favorite parts of of that of that work it's it so yeah I have this very like very organic uh, way of putting the original paint on the paper. That collection was all watercolor. And then the next layer is this very meditative, intentional mark making with paint markers. Then later that year, I started the 100 day project and I did, decided to do 100 days of patterns. It was amazing this was my second hundred day project that i'd ever done and that was last year and it was amazing and i think that is where this collection came from it was just it was so a part of me at that time um that i i just was like i want to share this pattern work but i want to share it as paintings so there's watercolor here but it certainly is not like the watercolor from my first collection. And then I also incorporated uh, gouache paint. So it comes a little bit more mixed media. Um, and the repetitive mark making was not in this collection because it was repetitive painting that I was doing. Um, and I love both of these collections equally. Uh, I, I, they make me very, very happy. Uh, otherwise, I guess I wouldn't have them here on my walls. <laughs> These are all the ones that I refuse to sell. I'm like, no, nope, those are mine. <laughs> yeah, the the one I, I have one from the spring collection um, that I've got to. I was telling you before we hit record, right? I've got to redo my gallery wall so I can put it yeah. and another new painting up. Um, and 
the new collection that you that you have like when i look at it um number i'm just i love the boldness of the color and it's almost like both of them came together um you know because it's got the 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 feel of the spring uh with just the way the lines are done but it's got the real vivid color like this like the pattern collection um and i can i'm just i'm just i'm ready are they on the website can i get them yet I just after school waiting. is out. That's it. After <laughs> Memorial Day. After Memorial. <laughs> I was hoping maybe tomorrow I'll be able to work on my website some, but um, yeah. No rush. Okay. Take your time. <laughs> Take your time. I am. Thank I am you. ready. When you have it up, I will be there to purchase. <laughs> Yay! Thank you so much. <laughs> oh, I. You know, I'm. Again, it's one of those things like I keep uh, my, so my cousin is a, is a painter, uh, her and her husband um, are both painters and they make, um, her husband makes very large art, <laughs> very large art. I'm jealous. I would love to make large art. <laughs> yeah. And it's phenomenal. Like just, yeah. just I, I am so impressed. Like I don't. I was at their house a couple weeks ago and I just kept staring at one of his paintings that he, that I don't even know it's done to me. It's done. Like I would buy it as is and just continue to stare at it because one of the things for about paintings for me and, and pictures and drawings is I love the layering because my brain goes, how'd they do that? Like it puts my brain in a tangle because I'm like, okay wait a minute so that line goes here but then that line's over that but then it's over this okay wait and I try to process and I can't my, my brain doesn't it, it, but that's what draws me into it um it, it's and and they're making their own canvases too like oh. I, I watched them pull they were pulling some canvases while I was there and that's so cool yeah like because they make such large art it's cheaper for them to build their canvases and, right. and whatnot and he's a glass blower um, which, you know, he's trying to find a place here in Florida to do that. Um, and he's, but he's, he keeps telling me, he's like, but it's so hot. He was like, I don't know how that works in Florida. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like, I agree. Like, you probably don't want to do that in July. <laughs> I know. I, I went to Bermuda a few times. I was a nanny one year and there's a glass blowing shop on Bermuda for the tourist. And I was like, ah. Oh. I can't imagine like the humidity of just walking outside in Bermuda is insane. Um, but yeah, just to blow glass. Mm -mm -mm -mm. Yeah, no. I'm <laughs> fast and like I just I'm, I'm so drawn into their whole process of, of what they of what they do. Um, so I don't sorry I don't know where I was. Anyways, okay. Um, this is how this is how these this is how my podcasts work. People know this about me. Yes. Uh, it is very random. There is no rhyme or reason to where we go. Um, yeah. That's fine with me. It's organic. It is. You know, yes. this is, I love yeah. this. This is come to my coffee chat. Come yeah. to my cocktail hour. That's what, yeah. that's what this is. Um, okay. So this is something that you and I have talked about and we a little bit today, but definitely over on Instagram is the struggles of social media promotion. <laughs> And, and trying to get that engagement and figuring out that that 
harmony of like, how do I do this and what do I do? And how are you currently feeling about it? And any new, any advice or, or insights to share? Um, I feel like I need to add some whiskey to my coffee to answer this question. <laughs> Is it oh, fucking Bermuda yet? <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> Oh, social media. Um, I don't like Instagram, but if I'm going to be on it, I got to play by their rules. And I think that's just, it is how it is. Yeah. It's just, I, I've never bought sponsored content on Instagram. I don't know if I ever, I don't want to, but I don't know if it'll get to a point where maybe I need to. The, the time of organic growth on Instagram is long gone. I think it ended around 2020, unfortunately, for me, for you, if that's when this all started for you. Wasn't it 2019 that your podcast started? End of 2019, uh, yeah. it, it was announced and in 2020 it started, yes. Yeah. It, that time is done. So all these artists with this huge following, I, I would say they got it prior to 2019. Um, it's frustrating. You know, we've talked about you know, creating polls for people to answer. And, you know, you can see who's seen your, your, your poll and you can see how many people have answered. And it's like 50 people have seen this and maybe 20 have answered. And I'm like, you've looked at it. Why can't you just touch a button? And I haven't actually asked anybody that because I don't want to attack anyone with my <laughs> with my <laughs> with my judgment of why don't you participate in my polls? Um, it's funny this last weekend. There's um, a guy was buying a gift for his wife for Mother's Day for their anniversary, and he bought a vessel and he said, "Oh, I'm I'm so and so," and I answer all of your questions, and I was like, "Yay! Thank you." <laughs> And it, that really does mean so much. And I don't, I don't think people understand that little thing can be so helpful to a creative person. And maybe I just need to say that one day. I, I try to be as thankful and as grateful as I can to people um, in my stories when they participate. Um, but I, I don't, I don't, I don't know what the answer is. I don't, I don't understand Instagram. I don't understand social media. I don't know how they choose to show my work to some people or they don't show it. I don't understand why I don't see the accounts that I follow. I don't, I don't understand what they're trying to do. I, I don't know. I, I, I agree. I don't under understand. And I don't play the game well because I haven't read the rules to the game. Let me. They don't have any. <laughs> they keep changing because the rules keep changing. I do yeah. follow. I do follow a guy named Ben Levitt, and he does a really good job, or had been doing a really good job. He's kind of changed up his format a little bit, but um, about like giving Instagram advice, like if the 
CEO or whoever about on Instagram like put out like hey this new thing is happening like he was usually on the spot like an hour later had a video out about how to use it what it is what it's going to do like he's a social media marketing guy and and he does podcasts and Instagram and YouTube is is his three things that he's he focuses on and so I, I love watch his videos and he's all about like oh you got to do this you got to do reels and you got to like oh like I go to do a reel. And I get, I'm just like, I don't, I did a reel of my kitchen. Okay. Right. It is not, it is not my content. It's not, I'm not a home. I'm not a decorator. None of that. I was just really proud that I got new countertops. Yeah. <laughs> and I painted, and I painted my cabinets. Uh, and I was just very proud of my, of the, of the accomplishment of getting that update done in my kitchen. Yeah. Um, and so I made a reel of like, I was like, before after you know like that whole thing and it got I mean it's got like 3,500 watches yeah and then I put up a reel of something else and it's like nothing nothing (laughs) like 10 or something right I don't understand is it was it the song because I didn't put any I don't think I had anything in the caption really maybe a, a just like new kitchen update like no hashtags because yeah. I'm lazy yeah <laughs> I don't hashtag anything nobody kn- I don't think anybody knows I think the only the only thing we can all agree on is that they are pushing reels yeah but even that I mean I posted a reel a few weeks ago it's just one of my Zentangle reels you know 3,500, maybe even I got up to 6,000 views. And then I posted some this week with the new Lizzo song, which is, you know, the popular song right now. And it has like maybe 1,500. I'm like, what do you want from me, Instagram? (laughs) Yeah. I did the same content. I did a Zentangle drawing and I chose a popular song. What? I don't know. So you're on TikTok as well, right? Yes, but I haven't posted in a long time. Okay. So that's a summer goal. So I'm not on TikTok. Like I don't have an account. I don't have the app. My my friends send me like links to TikTok and I'll open them, right? And then I'll it'll come in the browser and usually I can't see half the stuff on the screen because it's got all the ads. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I just have not, I've just kind of refused. Yeah. I I get it. I was like that for a long time. But but like I have a friend that that she has a podcast and 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 they are on TikTok and they they put up things all the time and and they just got like a thousand followers on TikTok and so then now they can go live on TikTok and so they oh, did like cool. their podcast live on TikTok yeah I was yeah. like you're gonna make me get TikTok stop it stop yeah <laughs> I can't I can't have another time suck social media um but for me right for me social media I don't get on Facebook much at all um I I, like have all my notifications turned off for Facebook so it doesn't even alert me I just I just go in when I want and look and then I get annoyed and I get off of it Instagram I watch stories more than I do scroll um I'm a story watcher because typically I just turn it on and I let it play while I'm making coffee I'm making something or, or if I'm doing something at work I can just sit there and watch it sometimes I'll have to go back a couple screens what were you doing what's on the screen what happened uh-huh. um, 
And when you talk about polls, same thing, right? I try, like, if I put a poll up, I don't normally, sometimes I don't get any response, but then I only have, like, seven people view my story. And then it's like, well, okay. <laughs> you know, yeah, seven know. people, you know, sometimes I miss polls because I'm not watching the screen. Yeah. You know, but I know sometimes people will ask questions and I'm like, I don't know how to answer that. I don't know. And I think one time you put up a poll, you're like, this one or this one? And I just responded in a message. I was like, both. Yeah. <laughs> not choose. <laughs> the answer is both. <laughs> so sometimes if I can't answer the poll, I will just message. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> just be like, I don't know. I like it. But at least it's communication, you know? Yes. Like it's, you're giving me some feedback and I love that feedback. Yeah. yeah. Oh my goodness. And I, I, I sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> I, I was just going to say, I just, yeah, I don't know. And I don't know if TikTok is better. I don't, I don't, I think you will get more. You will, there's a better audience on TikTok. I'll, I think that is true. I've yeah. seen several people compare, contrast, do the same content on one, on both. Mm -hmm. And, the views they get on TikTok is out of this world compared yeah. to Instagram. So I have heard that it's more organic. There's still some more organic growth on TikTok than there is on Instagram, which I get. Yeah, I'm. Mm -hmm. I'm trying. You know, with the relaunch of the podcast, I am trying to to do more things. Like I put the video. I, I do the video podcast and put it out on YouTube, like just another way. Cause I've really gotten into watching. I never thought I would be into watching long form content on YouTube, but the, I'm sorry, I have my oh. long-term YouTube content. Yeah. Like, so I will watch, um, an hour video or like somebody live stream. I follow somebody called Kia's world. She, okay. She's so funny. So I, I used to follow Rachel Hollis and Dave Hollis and in this, their whole brand of like talk, it, it's toxic positivity. Um, yep. and, and so that's something that I'm myself trying to deconstruct, right? Like <laughs> having, I, I was yeah. that person too. Like I was very much like, choose to, and there's nothing wrong with that. Let me put, there's, there's a, there's a harmony in that. You, you know, there, there's a point where it gets to be too much and it's harmful to you in, yep. the, in your thinking. So, um, but Kia's world and cam and, um, there's, uh, Heather, the lawyer and her friend, Stephanie, but they'll do like a live and they'll like review like a podcast that she puts out or they'll review like Instagram, you know, stories or lives or whatever. And so it's commentary on whatever it is. And so it may be three and a half hours long. And I'll just put it on, I'll just work in or whatever. And I'll just huh. listen. <laughs> and I'm like, interesting. I never thought I'd be that person that would be like long form YouTube content. Yes. Give me all the things. Huh? Huh? <laughs> so. Well, it's funny you say that because my students this week and a few weeks ago told me, oh, YouTube shorts are the new thing, Miss Arrington. YouTube shorts. Yeah. Like TikTok is not good anymore. Oh, okay. Thank you. Good to know. Everything comes back around. So, so we're going yeah. back to YouTube and then it's probably going to go back to, to Facebook or, or Meta or whatever, and then Instagram and then back to TikTok. And then, oh, oh wait, something new will try to slide in like for a minute, like Clubhouse, right? That tried to slide in for a second. Oh yeah. I never then, got into that. 
I got an invite to it and I got on there, but it was very difficult to follow because you had to be there. Yeah. It's like it wasn't recorded. So if you wanted to be in the conversation, you had to get on when it started and okay. be present. It was a little hard to, for me, like stuff to happen during the day. I'm like, I'm at work. I can't listen to yeah. you and, and do this. Um, okay. So I know we're at time and I know you have things to do today. Um, oh, I, I, I scheduled this. I had you back it up so I wouldn't be stressed. So I have another hour. So okay, okay, no, no stress. Okay, but <laughs> I want to. I want to. I, I, I still yes. want to piggyback onto that. Go ahead. There is something in common of all of those formats, right? And that is video. True. Uh, and one of the great things about the job when I left teaching, I was I worked for a school fundraising company, but they allowed me to dabble in marketing and I went to a marketing conference in Atlanta and this was yeah four or five years ago and all they talked about was video video this video that I mean that is that is where we are going if we're not already there we're, we're there I guess but it's going to just be more video so get comfortable in front of the camera and what I see that works really well for people is when they consistently do a, a, a style or a format. There's this British woman. She gets dressed every day. It's Monday, let's get dressed. And then she does this whole thing. And I'm not in, even into fashion. She's covered in tattoos. She does the nails and the jewelry and the makeup. That's not my thing at all, but I am fascinated with her content. She does the same thing every day and it has amassed her this following. So that is, that is something I'm going to try to lean into. It's just like with my Zentangle reels, they're pretty much the same format and that works really well. And so when you see it, you automatically know it's probably me, right? As mm -hmm. opposed to, to someone else. So I think if you can, if anybody can lean into creating videos and telling a story and telling a story in a consistent manner, I think social media seems less exhausting. That's, that's my thought. So I like, I, I like that. And I think that's part of the, the reason, um, I have to turn my do not disturb back on. <laughs> I know somebody called a minute ago and I was like, ah, what's happening to all my things? <laughs> and maybe that's why, like, because, so when I watch these videos and, and they're snarky, don't get me wrong. Cause it's, it's really funny. Like I find them very humorous because I was so in that world of like knew all that was happening. Um, and then to, to listen to their kind of snarky comments and then I'll snark back to you a little bit, but, um, just cause I feel like I know what, I know what that did to me. I know how that made my brain think. So, yeah. um, but for me, it's, it's a story, right? Then they have that format. They're like, okay, we're going to listen to this podcast. And I understand that, you know, they're going to listen to the podcast. They're going to watch a rage talk and then they're going to pause it and they're going to be like, okay, listen, and they're going to make some commentary and then they're going to start it back. And like, I, I know to expect that and it engages me because it's organic. It's very real life 
kind of thing. I feel involved in the conversation, even though I'm not, well, usually don't end up watching it live because they'll go live middle of the day or late at night. And, but I just, I enjoy that format and that story because it it just kind of builds upon itself. It's like a Mm -hmm. soap opera. Um, this is maybe that's what's next social media soap operas <laughs> that's what's gonna happen it's 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 reality tv i was gonna say that reality tv yeah played out on social media in soap opera format i think that's what it is okay, okay. <laughs> no idea. Or, I, don't, I don't know what's happening with social media <laughs> i'm just here providing my little corner of the world right exactly <laughs> with what <Just> i <laughs> yeah yep that's how i feel a lot and i'm like well it's a tiny little bubble of mine and that's okay it's better than no bubble right that's right i get to create uh because this is how this is this is my creativity um yep. this is how i i produce this creativity is is through the podcast and and through the um the youtube and uh, i did a reaction so i did a reaction video um to uh to one of rachel hollis's uh podcasts and i i tried so like like i said the the other people i watch they're they're snarky um and that's not an insult by the way that's that's it's a to me it's comedy (laughs) yeah but but I did it when I did it I tried not to be like snark for snark's sake like I tried to be like okay here's the deal like this is why I don't agree or this is why this upsets me or or she says this but y'all that's not a healthy thing to do (laughs) yeah try try to add like value back in into the conversation uh when, when I do a reaction and um I don't know I put one out there um, I made it really late at night, and so if anybody watches that, thank you for because <laughs> it was eleven thirty at the end of it, and I was just like, you could, I know you could tell it on my face. I was just like, oh, this is so bad. Like, <laughs> I was so exhausted. <laughs> now, um, was this was this recently? Because for some reason, I, I hate that I, I'm going to say this, but I thought she was canceled. So you know, she's trying to make a comeback. Okay. She's, Okay. Yeah, she's trying to make a comeback. She's yeah. So, uh, toilet gate um, happened. Yes, because yes, 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 yes. That's right. Yes. Is she the one who wrote "Girl, wash your face"? Yes. Okay. Which I think I did read that before she was canceled. Yeah. Um. Yeah, because it's you know. So there is a I did so on my original YouTube channel. Um, I did the only video that's there is my review of girl wash your face Um, and it will remain up until I do my uh, deep thoughts podcast episode okay um, on uh, deconstructing toxic positivity because I am going to do a reaction video to my own video (laughs) because I've watched it back that's cringe Heather that's so bad like well yeah we this this needs to happen so we're gonna we're gonna i'm gonna watch it on the podcast (laughs) i think that's awesome i think that's great i i do so many people are are are, you know we're so scared to be vulnerable and to admit that we didn't know 
best at the time, or maybe we thought we knew best and we've changed or we've evolved or we've grown somehow. And this is me going back and saying, I used to be like this and that's okay. Yeah. It's, it's, you know, made me who I am or, you know, it's changed or, you know, whatever it is. So, yeah. The the growth, I think that's, and I think that's what makes it different in, in people. Right. So, you know, like Rachel, this is not meant to be about Rachel, but we'll get on this path for a moment. Um, but I think with like people like her, like like social media influencers and such, they get you know they do something like Toilet Gate. They they do something that gets them canceled, and then they try to come back, but they never acknowledge what they did. They never go back to say, you know what, I was wrong, and I apologize. Or, or they do like a very insincere apology. Apology, like yeah. it's never yeah. a a real <clears throat> like message. And that for me, I think that's where I, for hundred percent I want to be different because well, I'm, I'm not a social media star. <laughs> Maybe I don't know. I don't know that I want to be one. Um, yeah, but I, I think Same. that's that's where you learn and grow, and you can show people that. And, and I want, yeah. I do want people to know that it's okay to have, to be, to, to grow and to change. It's okay to say, you know what? I was that, I, I said that, guess what? I was wrong. Yeah. And I apologize for, for if I hurt anybody or if I gave you advice that maybe wasn't the right thing, um, you know, owning that and saying, you know, guess what? I'm, I'm trying to do better. Yeah. Um, that's where growth comes. And I think that's where the realness comes. And that's something that's lacking in certain spaces. Um, And I think part of it too, is when you have that, um, like when you take Rachel and Dave and they put their life on social media and they, they branded all of these things and, and everything, and then they get a divorce and then, and, and we don't need, it's their business, right? We don't need to know in their private lives. But when you've been so public about everything and then something happens and you go, whoop, wall. Yeah. That's when you lose that trust of the people that were following you. Yep. Um, be- because you're now not being authentic. You're now not being right. honest. And take your, take the time, step away. Divorce is hard. Um, right. You know, I mean, I, I went through a divorce 14 years ago. Um, gosh. <laughs> Time. Yeah. Time. Um, Time. You know, and, and even though we didn't have kids and it wasn't, you know, we'd only been married almost five years. It was so hard. Yeah. It's always a hard thing to go through. Um, and so I get taking the time, but but just owning up to the things that... Um, that you're called out for and, and showing that you can grow and change and asking for forgiveness sincerely. Um, so. Yeah. All right. I know we well, went down that. I, I look forward, I look forward to the deep thoughts when you get there. <laughs> yes. I think that one is in, um, is that one? Like I planned out all of my, um, podcast. That is July. That'll be July. Yeah. Next, next month in June, deep thoughts in June is, uh, we work Theranos, that kind of, um, that, that kind of, uh, um, I don't see all the words. It's Saturday morning. 
you know, <laughs> words don't come well on Saturday morning, but that, that those companies that did that. So that's June. I'm, I'm excited about that one. Okay. Uh, to get into that kind of stuff. Cause I'm fascinated. Yeah. I'm fascinated. By I it. love that documentary. Yes. Uh, that kind I'm, of stuff is hmm. <laughs> like you said, fascinating. Okay. Yes. Sorry. Okay. Okay. Let's back on track, back on track. Okay. 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 Right. So any, um, any last pieces of like advice for, um, you know, being like, I don't even know where my question just went. Uh, any, any last like pieces of advice for people that are maybe wanting to dip their toe into being creative, but maybe they're scared, they're nervous about putting their art out there, um, or whatever their art form is. Any advice for those creative people out there holding themselves back? Hmm. I'll share like a few little, you know, mantras that I kind of live by. Uh, the first, is, and none of these are things I made up. These are things that I've read and uh, found through the years. Uh, the day you plant the seed is not the day you eat the fruit. That is important to remember. That doesn't mean you shouldn't plant the seed, right? So just begin um and done is better than perfect and as a perfectionist this has been a very long journey for me to get over but nobody criticizes you the way you criticize yourself um my my display everything i wanted last weekend was not 100% and a, th- a few days before I, I for the before the fair, I came to terms with that. I was like, "It's okay, Martha, because you're you have all this other stuff." Um, nobody notices the details that our brain thinks they are going to notice. So I think just sharing is better than not sharing at all. Sharing imperfect work, and I think that's a lot more acceptable in our culture these days. You know, like being flawed is 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 almost smiled upon now, you know? So I I think that's a little bit easier. And then the other, the other thing I would say is, I think it goes, a dream without a plan is just a wish. So you need to set yourself up to, so do something every day, do the hundred day project, do, do a 30 day project. You know, you don't have to start out with 100, but set yourself up, make a plan. I'm going to commit to something for this amount of time, or I'm going to draw, or I'm going to play the guitar every single day for 30 minutes. It's it's not necessarily about talent, right? It's about commitment. It's And you can call that work ethic if you wanted to, but committing yourself to what you really want to do is really important and then kind of like a I think a general statement get rid of all the clutter in your life the mental clutter the clutter in your house and that I think that is helpful to be more creative um but yeah just put it out there put the imperfect stuff out there be vulnerable um 
and make a plan about it. Like if you are really committed to sharing something, say, I'm going to do this every day, or I'm going to make a post every Friday, whatever that post is or, or whatever you're sharing. So that's it. Oh, I love that. Okay. I love it. I love it. Okay. So tell everybody, I'll put them all in the show notes, but where can everybody find you? Uh, social media, website, all of that stuff. Everything is Martha Arrington Art. So Martha Arrington Art for Instagram, TikTok, uh, and look for TikTok, TikTok stuff in July. That's like my big TikTok time. Uh, I, I have a Facebook page. I'm never on it. So don't go there. Uh, and my website is MarthaArringtonArt.com. Perfect. <laughs> Nice. I think I have a YouTube Martha Arrington art, which I used to post on. So yeah, everything is Martha Arrington art. (laughs) So now what, now what you have a YouTube, right? Now you can take your reels and your TikToks and make them YouTube shorts. That's right. Reuse that content. Yes. That's what, that's what all those social media people say. Just reuse the content, recycle that stuff. But people have said like, you can't take a TikTok video and put it into Instagram. I mean, you can, but apparently... Oh, their little like filters it. see the TikTok thing and then they're like they cancel you right yeah it's it's we're all going to be really good video editors I think <laughs> so it's so, okay I know, I know we close we, we, we I asked you the last question but this is the one thing that I don't understand and so if anybody's listening uh and, and you can help uh me understand this right People that do like, so Carlos Whitaker, I follow him. Lo- Me I, too. I, lo- I, I love, love him. him. He's fantastic. Mm-hmm. How he manages all, like all of his stories have captions. All of, and now they're not always spelled correctly <laughs> because yeah, right, right, auto-generated. Right. But right. like the amount of things that he puts out, I'm just like, I can't even fathom the amount of time. When do you have time to do anything else? But maybe it's his assistant. Maybe it's somebody that actually like produce produces those kind of. Things. Does he have an assistant? So he did. She just left, um, oh. and I know Heather is acting as his assistant at the moment. I don't yeah. know if he's hired anybody else. Um, he didn't talk about her much until she until she left, and he did that. And he said it. He told everybody. He's like, I did that purposely. I didn't want y'all to like over and date. <laughs> Uh, he's like so i didn't name who she was but yeah he's like yes i have an assistant like that's the thing um so i just don't like that for me i'm like how do you make the time and like i don't maybe you're just not good at it yet either um but he also he doesn't have a nine to five like we do no i mean this is true so i think my big thing with carlos i love him to death my big thing is I can't be that person that walks down the street or walks through an airport <laughs> talking at my phone. I mean, so I've started this thing like on Saturday mornings where I go to market here in Augusta and I buy all this stuff and then I want to share it. And I do this one little video and I feel like the biggest dork out there on the sidewalk setting up my phone and doing a little shot with all my stuff. I'm like, and that's just one time a week that I'm doing that. So I'm like, Carlos does it every time he's, he shares something. It's, it's always with his phone in front of him. I, I don't see how he does that, but that's me. That, I think that's what it is for me is I, I, I think that is part of my blockage is like, you know, I, tr- cause I try to be in the moment. I try to be present. Yeah. 
as well like I, I really do try to, to practice that you know kind of just remember remember the the things that are happening versus you know looking at them through your phone um but yeah it's it's that let me let me walk around hey blah blah blah, yeah. blah. like people are you know i'm so yeah. self-conscious um yeah. i'm always like can anybody see me like you know it's like you're you're it's like you're looking at a celebrity and you don't want them to see you that's how i feel when i have my phone out selfieing myself well it's been such a pleasure to have you on the podcast today thank you, thank you so much this has so. been a wonderful saturday morning um and it's been great to talk to you and and zoom real life <laughs> again to Martha for hanging out with me. I really enjoyed this conversation and I cannot wait to see what comes next for her art. If you want to connect with Martha, you can find her at Martha Arrington Art on all the platforms. and I've linked them down in the show notes. Well, that's going to wrap us up for today. Uh, next week, I'm going to be talking about resumes as we focus on navigating the workplace. But until then, remember that you are loved, you are worthy, and there are great things ahead for you in this life if you trust and believe in the Lord. We'll see you next week.